All right, thank you for tuning in to Fast Radio. I'm your host, James Like. I've got a special guest on the podcast today. His name is David McElhenney. And David, he'll tell you here in a minute how we became friends. Maybe he has it figured out a little bit better. But I've been following him on Facebook for a while. And he's got some pretty cool things that I want to highlight uh, to talk about freedom and success today. Hopefully we can uh, get to that. and It'll come out through the questioning as we move forward through the interview here. But David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. It's a uh, it's a pleasure to be on with you. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. So David, he uh, left me a little bio here, and he said he's a proud Irishman. He's a newly minted American citizen, and he's an independent Optavia coach. And so, David, I was thinking about freedom, and I reached out to you, and I said, "Hey, man, would love for you to come on the podcast and do an interview." And I thought. That would be great because I seen that you had just became a U.S. citizen and were, uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess you had to go somewhere, right, and do like a ceremony and stuff like that? I did, yeah. We had to go to, it was, I'm assuming, a government building, obviously, in Houston uh, to do the swearing-in ceremony and all that kind of stuff. So it had been a long time coming, but I was duly mostly down to me because I procrastinate too much sometimes. But uh yeah, I finally got it done, man, and I'm uh, pretty pretty chuffed about it, to be honest, you know. So you're from Ireland, obviously. What part of Ireland are you from? So uh, originally I was born in a place in Ireland, Europe. You'd be familiar with too, obviously, uh, uh, County Cork. But I grew up in Dublin, so hence the fact I don't have a Cork accent, but grew up in Dublin. Oh, okay, awesome. And so most people that would be listening, they they might be thinking, well, He's coming from from Ireland. He's coming, and he's in America now. And now you've became a citizen of of the United States. But when I think of Ireland, I don't really think of a place that people leave necessarily to come to America to pursue the American dream. So, what what do you think about the differences in freedom here? Like uh, that has to have played in some part, right? It's funny because initially, <clears throat> when I came to this country. Back in 96, I believe it was. Oh, wow. Um, I graduated high school then, by the way. Yeah, so exactly, man. I mean, I know I sound I sound like a young buck, you know, but I actually turned 50 this year, which is crazy, oh, I congratulations. think. congratulations. Thank you, man. I feel a whole lot better now at 50 than I did at 30, let's say, but we'll probably talk about that here in due course. Sure. But um, how I got to America, man, it's it's a long, long story, but it involves a woman, and uh, I eventually ended up in Boston, um, you know, but one of the things that I found, even like when I first got to this country, I did feel like a bit of a fish out of water, to be honest with you, because things were so much different in this country, like there were so many different choices in this country than we had back home in Ireland, that's even in, you know, 1996 Ireland. Um, um, but I do remember coming here and thinking, so I had never driven back home in Ireland and driving, right? Isn't that like literally the ultimate expression of freedom yes, is sir. being able to drive wherever yes, you want, whenever you want. So back home, like not that I didn't have the wants to drive. I learned how to drive and I did drive. I just never owned a car because in Ireland, I could either cycle to wherever I needed to go or I could get public transport or get a lift or whatever. So I never owned a car. And so when I got to this country and I found out that people took their driver's license test at like 16, I was like, what? 
<laughs> you get to drive a car at 16 in this country? Wow. Like, my head exploded when I heard that. You know what I mean? So, and it's funny that we're talking about freedom, the very first question. And that is, like, literally the very first thing that smacked me over the head when I got to this country was that your freedom start almost immediately. Not that we didn't have freedom in Ireland, but that, that is, like, literally independence handed to you with a key and a license and away you go. Absolutely. You know, so. It's something that most people wouldn't have thought about, right? Like, uh, I mean, I oh, yeah, no. obviously traveling around the world, I have, you know, been been to countries where people will never have a car, never have an opportunity to drive. But you're just saying that you could have had one. It was just more convenient for you not to. So people didn't put an emphasis yeah. on that. But that is ultimate right. freedom, man. I remember my daughter drove off here a couple of years ago. She's 19. She drove off, and the first time she left without me in the car with her, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be honest, it was one of those times when Dad sobbed like a baby. But for her, <laughs> it was like, man, it, the ultimate freedom, exactly what you're talking about. And all the interviews yep. we've done, all the podcasts we've done, I've never sit and thought about how much freedom there is in grabbing a set of keys and driving off for your first time. Like, that. that mm-hmm. is awesome, man. Well, let me ask you yeah. this. Uh, what do you do for business and how did you get started in business? Okay. So what I do for business now is that I am, uh, just like you said in the beginning, uh, I'm an independent up to be a coach. How did we get started in that business? Um, again, I could spend a long time talking about it, but I'll give you the cliff notes on it. Perfect. So I've been married to my incredible wife, Ashley, for, I hope I get this right. Uh, nine years. I'm going to say next year. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. So uh, maybe he can edit this out and I'll give him the right one here in a minute. But uh, so next year, I think it's next year's obviously our 10 year. But all our life, man, like me and Ashley, like even before we knew each other. So we had battled our weight our whole lives. Her, I had battled my weight my whole life too. You know, it kind of lost and gained, lost and gained, lost and gained. Um, but as a married couple now, one of the things that we had said to each other a lot, other than I love you, was we need to do something. We need to do something. We need to do something. You know, we said it a lot and we tried and tried and tried, but our efforts of trying to get healthy were, you know, comical, man, to, to be honest with you. They were comical. But, you know, one day Ashley was uh, scrolling through Facebook, as you do, and she came across um, a transformation picture that someone had been brave enough to post you know, a picture of what they look like before they started a program and what they look like now during the process of getting healthy. And as she knew this person through someone that she knew, worked with, so she scrolled this person's page. As she used to be a paralegal, so she did her due diligence, <clears throat> found out exactly what was going on, knew it was Optavia, scrolled a couple of videos, found a video that someone had talked about how they found Optavia, how to change their lives, but how they had lost the weight and had been maintaining the weight loss for almost, I think it was two and a half years at that point. We know these people now, and it's been seven years to this point. But it was two and a half years then. Yeah, exactly. And actually, that's what perked Ashley's ears up. Because like I said, losing weight and gaining weight, losing weight and gaining weight. Losing weight's easy, obviously. Keeping it off is tough. So when she heard two and a half years, she said, hold up, I need to know what's going on here. So she did her due diligence. Like I said, she contacted the lady before you knew it, she was on a health assessment. We, she had signed us up. She signed me up. I always tell everyone I was voluntold that I was doing this program. This decision never made for me. I will say that. Thank God every day that she did say yes 
for me to do it too. So, but I know there's a long-winded answer to your to your question, but no, I think it's great. Essentially, okay, cool, good. So we got started on the program. Um, we we rocked it. We really did, and that's not to blow our own trumpet. We were desperate. We needed to do something, and so if they'd have told us eat cardboard and you'll lose weight, it'd be like grand. Give me the cardboard. I need to lose the weight. <laughs> so we rocked the program, and our program is set up in such a way that. It's not a diet. We don't do diets. Diet mentality is a failure mentality because you're always going to put that weight back on if you don't work on getting your mindset straight and your relationship with food and all that kind of stuff. And accountability with our program is massive. So our coach encouraged Ashley to become a coach for the program for that added accountability. And because she was told coaches are five times more likely to not only get to their weight goal, but keep that weight off forever because instant that accountability. accountability is massive. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Without instant accountability. Exactly, man. Instant accountability. So are you guys uh are you guys full time right now? Like are you are y'all full time coaches? Yes. We are now current obviously in the beginning we weren't, but we worked it in such a way that now full time it's it's all we do is coach the program. That's awesome, man. And you know, there's a yeah. lot of people that do it part time. But I think it's something to say that, hey, I've created something for myself to where it actually supports you. And it's something that you guys are passionate about. Obviously, you're changing lives. How many people do you think that that you guys have affected on this program? Have you ever kept track of that? Or is that a number that you don't really know? Um, there is a way that you can keep track of that. There is. Um, <clears throat> so the people in Optavia are geniuses. And the way they've set it up for us is just they're just incredible people. Optivate is an incredible company to begin with. But um, there is a way that for us to check that, I personally have not because I don't really think about it, to be honest with you. But I would say if I was to take a guess how many people we have affected both directly and indirectly over, say, the past three years or so, I'd say easily a thousand people or more. Wow. Yeah. I think COVID, so, COVID probably helped you guys with that program because – you know, what was everybody scared of? They they were afraid to get COVID because the ones who were affected by it were the ones that had bad health, were overweight, had had uh, obesity or like uh, heart issues or breathing issues already because of weight involved stuff. So did you guys see like a, a big influx of growth during the COVID times? Yes, absolutely. Um so, yeah, like you said, man, I mean, I think a lot of places took a hit during COVID for obvious reasons. You know, places just had to shut down. But it's funny that, and I say this too, and I guess it's not funny, but it's kind of ironic, even if that's the right word or not. But sometimes it takes a world pandemic for people to actually think, oh, hold up. Maybe I do need to do something here. You know what I mean? I've heard my doctor say it a hundred times, but it's in this ear and out the other. But if it's a pandemic, if it's on TV, if places are being shut down, if it's like, oh, hang on, this is an actual serious thing that's going down, maybe I do need to, to watch my health because most people that are in the hospital are because of ill health and because of the way the bad habits that they had and because of the the where they had to allow their body to get to health-wise. And so they were the people that were ending up mostly in hospitals. So, yes, we did see an uptick, you know what I mean, that people did actually decide or make a decision that you know whether they were pushed into that or not by covid and maybe a lot of them were that maybe it is time for me to to take a look at my health and and because health is your wealth right and it's the only thing yep. that you have control over now i get it things happen people get diseases and all that but 
you can control like what you eat, how you exercise, the way you take care of yourself. So when things like these do happen, and this won't be the last time there'll be a COVID outbreak, or it'll be called something else the next time, but that we're ready for that. You know, that we're in the best possible place that we've set ourselves up to be in the best health that we possibly can. You know, that should anything happen, God forbid, that we can write it out, you know, and that we've set our body up in such a way that it's acting the way it's supposed to act, which is to protect us, you know? Absolutely, man. Yep. So how much did you uh, weigh whenever you got on the program? So when I started the program, um, so I'm five foot eight tall, I weighed in at 232 pounds. Okay, that's not too terribly So as a friend of mine... (laughs) I'm thinking about myself right here. Uh, it's, it's not overly bad, man, but I will say, so a friend of mine, I was able to carry my weight well. A lot of people wouldn't have thought. I just looked really stocky, you know, like I was like, you don't mess with me. But um, somebody, he, des- he described me, a friend of mine described me as a big old pork chop, is how he described me. So I don't know if that's, yeah. a, if that's a compliment or not. Uh, I'm pretty pork sure it wasn't meant as one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> At least he was honest with you. And so, and, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. And so, what? How much weight did you lose? I lost eighty pounds in almost six months. Wow, dude, you're like the weight I was in like third grade, hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> <was like> wow. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I've always been kind of big too. So, well, that's incredible, man. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, uh, I'm happy for you and proud of you, and I know you've Thank kept you. kept that off because I, I see you working out on Facebook. And uh, obviously, yeah, uh, it's a little ups and downs, you know, as seasons go. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, ain't none of us perfect, you know what I mean? And so, and that, that includes health coaches and all, you know what I mean? Still doesn't mean that a health coach doesn't go off the rails on occasion and eat a little bit too much of the stuff that he shouldn't be eating. But the reality is now that because I coach this program, they are, that is all it is. It's just few and far between, and it's a, it's a meal here and there rather than a week here and there. You know what I mean? So, and that's all because of coaching the program. I truly believe that if we didn't coach this program, me and Ashley talk about it all the time that, you know, our MO was to lose and gain. And what's to say that wouldn't have happened again, you know? So. For sure, man. Well, good job on that. Yeah. So we'll move on. Uh, Cause I want to talk about, obviously now you're full-time and you're doing this full-time. Mm-hmm. And so you have an idea about freedom and success. And so I just want to hear like, what are your definitions of freedom and success? So I think my definitions of freedom and success, first of all, I think the definition of success um, could be freedom, you know, because I think um, ultimately what all of us, I think really want is freedom, freedom in everything, right? Freedom with our health, freedom with our finances, freedom from stress and worry not that that's ever we're ever going to be free from that but we want a life that's free from that kind of stuff as much as we possibly can i think um putting the building blocks together to build that success which will ultimately lead to that freedom um is is ultimately what what it is that we're working towards you know and i think that that's if you have a goal in mind if you know what it is that you're working for um you know and i, I believe Freedom in all those areas I talked about, freedom in your health, freedom in finances, you know, freedom from as much stress as you possibly can. That to me is what success is, because I think if you can live a life on your terms, um, ultimately that is success, right? Living a life on your own terms, um, but that you've worked hard enough to get there and are now 
I've earned the right to do that. That's solid, man. I love that answer. That is a very, you can tell that was very thought out and uh, maybe not, but I know this, a lot of people think that success is an, is a dollar amount that you earn. But one of the things that I've highlighted on several shows, even uh, last week's show with Pete Ambrosino, I was able to uh, talk about how, how money is really not the end all be all people think it is. And they think if I get more money, get more money, get more money. So I knew that right away with my career, I actually bought a, a canvas. It's actually here in the office now, but just leaning against a wall somewhere. Um, but, uh, but it says it's not the money I'm after it's the freedom. And obviously mm -hmm. if you have a large amount of money, it can definitely buy you freedom. Like you talked about, but at the same time, I mean, you can have all kinds of things, all kinds of materialistic things, have all the time in the world and still not have freedom if you're not real well balanced. And uh, I, I think that accountability, same accountability you had for losing weight could be the same accountability you could have in, in, in choosing success and, and freedom in your life. So um, what? Mm -hmm. how would you define uh, freedom then? You, you kind of said success, like success buying freedom, but what is freedom to you? So I think freedom to me is, um, <clears throat> like I said, um, being able to make my own choices, living on my own terms. Um, what I love about what Octavia has done for us is that it has allowed us to dream again and it has allowed us to think outside the box again, as opposed to our old lives, which were by no means bad lives, but we always thought of them as, blah kind of gray you know what i mean there was no there was no dreaming there was no mundane big kind of things and yes exactly it was kind of just you know you're going through the motions you know what i mean so that's what i love about octavia and what it has allowed us to do and that is reawake that dreamer again and really start to dream about what is possible in the future and what type of a life we could live and and what kind of choices we could have for ourselves in the future, you know, um, where we could go, what we could do, what kind of, you know, and it's us determining where it is, what we're doing, and and more importantly, when we're doing this and who we're doing this with, you know. Um, I think freedom is getting to do life with people that you enjoy and people that you want to be around and people that, you know, um, that feed your soul. Uh, I think freedom is also, you know, having the choice to, like, currently, I'm actually sitting in my truck on my father-in-law's ranch, which is in literally in the middle of nowhere. He lives on 500 acres oh, wow. in a town with, like, I think, four people and a horse. And so <laughs> that's kind of like, ex exactly, man. And so the fact that I can do this on a Tuesday afternoon at 1.25 in my truck in the middle of a field, literally, you know, that's freedom. That's, I mean, I, I often think about, could I go back to a nine to five? Could I go back? If I absolutely had to, and I mean, desperation stakes and it's all, it's, yes, of course, if it backs against the wall, but given a choice in my life, this is all I'm going to do. You know, it's like, I don't know that I could go back to that lifestyle again, having experienced the freedom that we have now. And we're not finished by any stretch of the imagination. We're nowhere near it, you know? So, um, and it's hard to go back to anything like that. Once I think you've experienced the taste of it, 
um, you do whatever it takes in order to make sure that you continue to taste that, you know, and I think Absolutely. that's that's where your work ethic comes in, your grafting. I'm not saying every day is perfect, it's not, but if if that's what's, if that's the carrot you have in front of you, I think you're always going to be chasing that, you know? Well, you, you've become what I call unemployable. And so you'll never, you'll never be able to be employed again. Like, uh, just because, okay. because you're, you're used to being your own boss and, and, yeah. and, and you're spoiled. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we get spoiled yeah. even if we work. It's like, I, I seen this thing that yeah. said, uh, go be an entrepreneur, quit your eight to five. That way you can work from 6am to 12 midnight <laughs> or whatever. Yep. I mean, it's exactly, we work more. But when it when you're doing something you love, when you've affected over a thousand lives, and that's just you throwing a number out, probably being humble about it. There's mm-hmm. probably way more than that, and you're doing something that you know that you can literally measure a difference against, and you're seeing all the change being mm-hmm. happening. Happening. I mean, dude, that's so addicting. I, I just don't. I could never see you going back. Yeah, I, I've. I've never heard it put that way before, but I think that that is spot on. It's like taking a caged animal out of a cage and letting it roam around for a, a couple of weeks and then trying to put it back in the cage. <laughs> yeah. That's now. You're yeah, only going to have trouble, miserable, right? Man. Sounds so miserable. I'm like, yeah. I, I would dig a hole, put a cardboard box oh, yeah. over the top of it and just live there if I ran out of money. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm just, I exactly. don't ever want to go back. And so, nah, exactly, man. Exactly. So we have a lot of people that are listening to our show and they tune in because of the name freedom and success talk radio. And there's people on here that haven't yet taken the steps necessary. Maybe it's fear, all kinds of other things that could play in, but they really desire to have freedom and they want to be successful. But for some reason they either haven't made that jump or they're still just kind of learning about things and trying to maybe uh, jump out there eventually what advice would you have for any of those listeners that are looking to create their own life of freedom and success? First of all, uh, don't compare yourself to anybody. So if you're listening to one of these podcasts or any podcast for that matter, and you're hearing all these people talking and they're inspiring you and you're thinking that's great and how and that's oh, great for them. I could never do that. Let me just say that, that is wrong. That's the wrong way to think about it because every single person that you hear on a podcast, I don't care who it is, Ed Milet, Jim Rohn, it's, you name them. I can guarantee you they all started from the exact same spot, which was there's no way I could do what he's doing or there's no way I could be that person. That's fine. You don't need to be that person. You just need to be your own version of your best version of yourself. Right you know, on. but first thing, first thing I would say is, um, I'm not that's a comfort zone area. And t- trust me, I know all about comfort zones. Okay. It's not to say that I have co- conquered all my comfort zones because I don't think any of us ever do, but that's a comfort zone that you just need to move out of. Um, and once you move out of that and you start to build your confidence, man, there is no stopping you once you get to that place, you know, but move out of that comfort zone, surround yourself with people that are goal orientated or that are wanting to follow the same path that you're on whether it's in health, finances, whatever that is, get around the right group of people. You know, you are like the five people that you surround yourself with the most. And I do believe that that's true um, uh, by my own personal experiences. So I would just say, and also if there's something that you love and you're passionate about, and whether you've known that your whole life or you've just found that in in the last two weeks, 
pursue it, chase it, whether that's, mm. you know, it's going to be a side hustle for you for a minute. That's cool. Let it be a side hustle. Grow it if it's a business or if it's a hobby that may turn into a business or if it's a health journey that may turn into a business, whatever that is. If it's something that you're passionate about and you know that you love it and you want to do it, even though you've just started a second ago, chase it. Don't 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 forget about it. Don't neglect it. Don't think just because you have your full-time job over here. If this is what's really drawing you, if you're still thinking about it every single day, then you need to go ahead and do it. So if it's a passion, it's something that you love, then just do it. You know what I mean? Life is way too short. And we only get one go at this thing. So don't have regrets. Don't don't be this time next year thinking, man, I wish I'd have done that last year. Well, if that is you this time next year, then do it then this time next year. But, you know, the best time to plant a tree is today or is five, what is it, 100 years ago. The next best time is today. Yes, sir. So that's great. Anyway, great again, advice, man. Very well articulated. I I love that. And uh, maybe that'll Thank motivate you. somebody to get off their rear end and just make the jump. You know, we were, we were talking yeah. just what, 20 minutes ago about how we were all faced with our own mortality that caused us to make decisions mm-hmm. to get healthier. It caused us to make decisions yeah. to hug our family a little more, work from home, yeah. travel, look at all yeah. the travel. They call it travel revenge or whatever. Like everyone is traveling, even people who mm-hmm. never traveled before <laughs> they're out traveling now because they're like, wow, I didn't get to travel. Yeah. One of my things was I never took the time to go listen to live music and I like music. I'm not like a a big music buff or anything. I mean, I, I guess every song singer, you know, every singer's song wrong whenever we're playing the guessing game or whatever. But I always told my wife, Mm -hmm. as soon as, as soon as uh, live music comes back, we're never going to take it for granted again. And her and I've been to so many plays and so many concerts, more concerts the last two years than we've been to more events like we've done so much and it's like man don't let don't let another event have to happen before you sit and make a jump now's the time to do it even with the recession looming some say we're already in a recession even with that looming or that right around the corner that that could be a great time to step out and make a difference and and build and 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 create your own life of freedom and success. So I love your advice. I'm going to actually listen back and hear it all again, because that was, that was stellar, man. And that was a good call to action for these people. So let me ask you this. <laughs> you, uh, what is, uh, yep. what is next for you and your wife and y'all's life and in your business? So, <clears throat> like I said, we're not stopping. We, and um, we haven't put a cap on this where it's just, there is no retirement age when it comes to doing what we're doing. So um, what's next in life? We're just going to continue to do what we've been doing, which is creating relationships with people, looking for the people that are looking for us, and just trying to change as many lives as we can and bring as many people on this journey as we possibly can. Um, We're going to try and live our dreams out, you know, do the things that we want to do in this world and in this life and, you know, give to the people we want to give to and help the people we want to help and, you know, travel and and just continue to live this life that we have created now. And I'm just excited for the future, James, to be honest with you, just to, just to see where this is going. Because in, as we've been involved with this community just for the last four years, and it has changed our lives 
immeasurably, which is insane. Uh, I'm a completely different person than I was then. But just to think where we would be in four years with the same community, with the same people, you know, it's just, it's ever evolving. It's ever moving forward. It's not stationary. So it's, it's exciting. And uh, the future is really bright. And, you know, I know there's recessions coming and there's all the rest of it, but uh, it's like you said, man, sometimes if it takes something to, to, to get you up off that couch and do something, let it be now. And I don't mean to let it be now, let it be my voice or this podcast. I just mean, don't waste any more time. You know, like you said, don't waste any more time. Just get up and do it, whatever it is. Awesome, man. You got Do you guys have a bucket list item that you want to share? It has nothing to do with the podcast. I just, I'm just kind of curious. Is there a bucket? Because I, I bet it changed after you lost weight. I bet your bucket list kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, well, in my bucket list used to be traveling places, and it still is. You know what I mean? But now, like, I just recently did a Spartan race which I never would have done in my entire life. Oh, wow. Um, but I love the outdoors. Yeah, I love the outdoors. I love to hike. I love mountains and things like that. So I don't know which mountains I'm going to be climbing, but at some point I have earmarked mountains in Ireland that I'd like to climb and some mountains here in this country. I say mountains, just really, really large hills. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you, you can know, come to so, Johnson County. We've got one called Chalk Mountain. <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. We, well, you, and, you and I could climb that in so, about an hour. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll do that. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd gladly do that. But um, just continue to live our healthy life, man. You know what I mean? Be happy, living in the moment, enjoying the journey, and not, you know, not stressing too much, um, but just living each day as it comes, you know? Awesome, brother. Well, if somebody wanted to reach yeah. out to you, they wanted to, maybe you inspired them today, and they're like, look, I've been on the fence about the whole weight loss thing but really they need weight loss. They need change. They need accountability. They need mindset change. Maybe, uh, you know, emotional, emotional changes that can come through being a part of your community. How can they reach out to you? So the easiest way to get a hold of me or get a hold of Ashley is, is basically through Facebook. I mean, we live our lives, uh, out loud on Facebook. You know, that's, that's basically where you'll find all our ups and downs, our goods, our bads and our uglies. Uh, it's the best way to find us. Um, like I said, my name is obviously on the podcast, so you'll see the spelling. Uh, and, and just send me a friend request, send me a message, comment on something, you know. I mean, like, I don't ever try and get people. I don't want to chase people. It, this is, that's, that's just, that's horrible. I just, I want this always to be organic. Weight loss is a very personal thing. So just know that, you know, it's something that I've been through and struggled with my whole life. So if you do come to me, you do ask questions, Whatever it is, just know that it's a safe place. Uh, and all we want to do is just help people w- uh, win. And uh, that's just basically it at the end of the day, you know? Yes, sir. Well, that's, man, you dropped some amazing nuggets today, some awesome truth bombs mm-hmm. in some ways. And so I know this podcast is going to be well received. David, I, I appreciate you taking the time, man, to, to come on the show to talk with my people. Absolutely. And uh, I know that they were inspired and I can't wait to hear the news of who it is that ends up reaching out to you that, that, that you're able to add to your list of more than a thousand people. And so, Oh yeah, you got to, man, you got to. Well, thanks again, David, for being on the podcast today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you would take a minute, go ahead and subscribe to whatever podcast app you're listening to subscribe to the show. Go ahead and take a minute and leave us a five-star review If you'll do that, man, that's the only thing I really want to ask of you. 
if you take care of that so that we get better ratings and more people get to pick up on the show. Until next time, I want to wish you guys much freedom and much success. Have a great week.